Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Calgary Bros Football Podcast. This is Uncle CB here. We've got Victor Speck on the other side. Hey, what's up, guys? What's popping? Uh, we are all popping. Happy uh, Monday to all of you. Late night Monday recording here for both of us. Yes. Um, we would have loved to record on Sunday, but, uh, you know, we got some things going on this Sunday, so the weekend was used to uh, enjoy ourselves, and uh, now we're back to work. Yes, yes, we are. I had a game tonight. Um, we came back from a, from a 2-0 down deficit, and we came back to win 4-2. That's good. Congratulations, man. That was on point. That was an, that was an on point situation over there, you know? Yeah, congrats on the on the W. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Uh, great, uh, great uh, result there. About time you guys started to win things, but um, <laughs> you know, good to see that uh, you guys were, you know, doing something. So that's good. All right. Um, you know, the other piece that uh, we wanted to, uh, you know, cover today, guys. Lots of stuff happened uh, over the. We've taken a good, nice two week break. We wanted to kind of talk about. Uh, a lot has gone down with Ronaldo come back, uh, coming back home. Uh, and uh, a lot actually has happened, man. The transfer window just closed, and uh, it was crazy. Yeah, it was a good transfer window. Shocker. Crazy. It was definitely a shocker. Yeah. The, the, the top players, a lot of top players moved, moved to other clubs, you know. Lukaku came to Chelsea. Ronaldo went back to Man U. Yeah. Messi went to PSG. My God, I know it's been a wild, 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 wild uh, uh, transfer uh, window. I, I I usually don't look at a transfer window, but um, after what uh, after this, I was just like, man, you know, I I, I actually despise I despise uh, you know the um, uh, transfer window with uh, such a passion. It's ridiculous, um, and uh, I just make sure for me whenever it comes to. Uh, the the transfer uh, side of things, um, you know, I don't pay a lot of attention to it. But this year, I was inclined to like look at what was happening from Manchester United, um, look at what was happening from Chelsea mm-hmm. uh, with uh, you guys doing not not really doing too many moves, but doing, doing right moves. like what I yeah what I thought were real solid moves. Sony Geth joining you guys, mm-hmm. um, so yeah, a lot of that and. Uh, I was expecting maybe a little bit more craziness, maybe from some other Premier League teams, but it looks like uh, that didn't happen. But at least from the Spanish side, we had Griezmann returning back to Atletico. Yeah. We had Real Madrid doing stupid things like trying to invest or pay $180 million for Kylian Mbappe. <laughs> like, you know, PSG in a way saved them from themselves, but in a way I wanted like, you know, I wanted PSG to kind of call them on their bluff and accept the deal, yeah. and then watch how Real Madrid would back out because I don't think Real Madrid actually had that money. They were just trying to be, they were trying to show everybody like, hey, we're back in the yeah. game. Uh, but anyway, uh, without they, they got um, the the Spanish side, a lot of teams got like a loan or something, right? Uh, a no. billion dollar loan for, from uh, some rights or something. No, they got like a new TV deal that that's why we're able to watch it now on TSN. Yeah. Um. So they got a new TV deal, even though we're not watching them on TSN, but we're capable. It's capable for us to watch them now. Um. But yeah, dude, like it's uh, it's been it's been quite the. Quite the interesting, inter- uh, interesting uh, um, transfer season so far. Mm-hmm. But uh, with everything being said, one of the big things that for me is big is always the games. I don't care about a transfer. A transfer thing can always happen. 
everybody could look good in the transfer window or whatever. It could be looking like great prospect yeah. prospects, but the reality is a transfer uh, situation is a transfer situation, mm-hmm. and football is what matters the most. So, football is back, um, and it's been and it's well. When I say football is back, football never left, but uh, uh, football is back, and that's uh, club football is back. So, um, you know the uh, the the big thing I want to kind of like talk about is Ronaldo's Ronaldo return. Ronaldo's return. Did you mm-hmm. watch the game? I saw I saw a bit of it, a little bit of it. You saw the, what? What did you see? I saw Ronaldo's goal. I saw. Did you just watch the highlights? I watched the highlights. <laughs> just, just say that there. Man. I watched the highlights. Jeez, I was uh, I was trying to watch the games, but I was too busy, and I was I was getting stuff ready for the game. Yeah. And uh, pretty much just working on tactics and instructions and all that. So I never really had uh, too much time to watch the game. So, but I ended up watching the Chelsea one, but I saw the highlights for that. Yeah, you saw the highlights, eh? Mm-hmm. Well, um, for so, what did you think then from the highlights? Like, what did you think from Ronaldo? I thought it was soft goals that he scored. Absolutely <laughs> soft. soft goals. But a goal nonetheless. Look, right? man. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I have right? I have a lot to say about that, yeah? Yeah, a goal nonetheless. But, yeah. like, you can still see, like, he's, he has the pace to beat defenders. Absolutely. Because if... At least in initial five yards, yeah, initial I would say. five yards, yeah. yeah. Where he took the shot and the, the keeper, the bad goalkeeper, absolutely as well. Yeah. But it's a goal nonetheless. He scored two goals so yeah. in his return. So, good on Ronaldo. But, you know, that, we were expecting you guys to be Newcastle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, like, it's not, it's not like we were not... Um, we're not aware that you guys were going to beat Newcastle, right? Mm. The thing is just now, can he do that in the big games? Yeah. Right? Uh, honestly, bro, like, I would say one thing and I would say it, man. Like, there's a lot I have to say about this, right? Mm-hmm. And I think from the, from the last episode, a lot of people thought that, uh, you know, Ronaldo hated blah, 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 da, 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 and all this, man. Look, I don't, I'm not a guy... I've I've been a fan for a long time and I've seen a lot of uh, things happen to Manchester United. I've seen a lot of false dawns, right? Mm-hmm. I've seen I've seen when Ole came in and we were just playing everybody off the park like it was like nothing else, right? Um, you know, I've seen uh, uh, what they call it. Uh, uh, I've seen uh, uh, what you call it. Um, oh, what was that again? Um, I've seen United win. The FA Cup. Mm-hmm. I've seen United win the Europa League. I've seen United win the Carabao Cup. And all everybody else say, oh, this is the sign of things to come. We're going to dominate the league. We're going to do things, blah, blah, blah. And guess what? Nothing happened. Mm-hmm. Right? So, I don't, I don't... All this stuff for me is all sentimental, fan service stuff. Look, bro... When Ronaldo went on that thing, man, I'm not going to lie to you, man. I have some goosebumps, bro. And you know me. I have, like, haterade on a whole nother level. <laughs> I had goosebumps. I was like, Ronaldo is freaking back mm-hmm. to Manchester United, bro. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to lie. The crowd, everything. I felt like, bro, I needed to be there. Yeah, yeah. Like, I needed to see this, like, live yeah. for myself, right? Um, And one... Ronaldo lifts the fan base, mm-hmm. right? He boosts the the 
the the the, the, belief. the belief, the idea that we we can do something again. That mm-hmm. we're we're you know not that we were not a relevant football team, but we're a relevant football team again in the sense of our football is gonna get back to where it was. Mm-hmm. Right? He's gonna hold us. He's gonna help hold us accountable because a lot of the things that have been United's problem is. Um, there's a lot of mediocrity, and we and we, how, how would I put it? We we uh, uh, accept we accept mediocrity. Mm-hmm. We see like, oh, we didn't get, we didn't win the Europa League this year. Oh well, that sucks, guys. Even I don't give a shit if we won it or not. Yeah. I mean, it hurt that we lost it, but still, right? Like it was not a big ass trophy, but still, everybody's like, oh, you know, we lost it. Oh, we got knocked out by uh, in the in the final game of uh, the Champions League and group stage and we're out like for me Ronaldo being on that team gives people no more excuses no more excuses only no more excuses United more like I've said it before Mm -hmm. United needs to win something Mm -hmm. and I'm not talking bullshit ass FA Cup or a Carabao Cup FA Cup is nice yeah Mm -hmm. if we win it great but I'm saying we need to either win the Champions League or the Premier League. That's it. Simple and short. Mm-hmm. Simple and short. And I'm not going to lie. When I watched him enter that pitch, my God, man. My mind was like, we can do it. Mm-hmm. Because we have, like, regardless if we have the issues with the team, the center defensive mid position is, you know, not the greatest. Um, Ole doesn't want to use Donny van der Beek to help him with his build-up play or help him with... Uh, you know, the link between defense to offense. He just doesn't trust this kid. Well, he's doing a lot of weird stuff. But I still, for some reason, had belief. Mm-hmm. Bro, that's just what he gives you, man. Now, when you go into the game and you watch what was happening, the same old fuckery was happening. <laughs> Let's be real. Same old crap. We couldn't break down a low block. Mm-hmm. Newcastle just sat back. They covered us. You know, we couldn't... We, we, we're not... our Chances weren't clear-cut chances. Like, Ronaldo was kind of hanging in there. Mm -hmm. But this is the thing, right? He gets an opportunity. He gets an opportunity. Everybody says it's a tap-in. But he was the only guy who moved for that. Yeah. Now, the the funny thing is, there's another striker in United United that would do exactly what Ronaldo would would have done. Cavani. Cavani. Mm -hmm. But Cavani... Was not playing. He was nowhere to be found, right? Yeah. So, you know, that's the that's the, that's the the thing, right? Like, Cavani can do what Ronaldo does, mm-hmm. right? The problem with Cavani is he gets injured, um, and he just doesn't have the gravitas that Ronaldo has. Mm-hmm. Like, Ronaldo is just a different beast all, all on his own, right? You know? <laughs> yeah, he's like, it's a different beast on his own, right? Mm-hmm. So, he's confident. He oozes confident. He, he lifts the team. So, but on the other hand, Cavani as well can do things like that, yeah. that Ronaldo did. Like that, you know, movement right before the guy, as soon as, the, as, soon as Mason Greenwood takes the shot, yeah. that movement, Cavani uh, has that, Absolutely. right? Yeah. So, but Ronaldo just is on another level, mm-hmm. right? So at the end of the day, it was a tap-in. Yeah. We'll take the tap-in because our strikers, if you put Martial there, Marshall will not make that movement. Mm-hmm. If you put, uh, what they call him, uh, Rashford, Rashford is not a real out-and-out striker. The mm-hmm. only guy that we really have is Cavani. And Cavani, you know, hit and miss. He gets injured and da 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 So, 
you know what, and Ronaldo's a different pedigree. Mm-hmm. The other thing then, the second goal he scores, everybody kind of looks at the second goal and they're like, oh, well, that was easy. Well, that was actually not easy. Yeah. The pass that Luke Shaw made to Ronaldo was not a very great pass. Mm-hmm. He still had to drag it in his stride yeah. and take it on his left foot. And that touch has to be on point. It has to, exactly. And that those are strikers' go. Now, once again, can Cavani do that? Probably yeah. can do that, yeah. you know? But... At the end of the day, it's Ronaldo. Mm-hmm. But I will tell you what Ronaldo brings to the team. Ronaldo gives United that extra guy for you to take care of. Mm-hmm. As a defender, yeah. at first I was worried about Pogba, mm-hmm. Bruno, maybe Sancho, maybe Greenwood. Okay, mm-hmm. Greenwood, yeah, because Greenwood's a freaking threat as a kid. Yeah. That kid can strike from anywhere, mm-hmm. right? Um, yes, if Rashford is fit, I'll be worried about him too. His pace can burn you, right? Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of there's a lot of players that, you know, um, as I look onto, I'm not gonna lie, I will be worried about uh when I'm playing against Manchester United. Mm-hmm. But when you are now worried about Ronaldo, the game absolutely changes for you. It does, bro. Mm-hmm. Seriously, it mm-hmm. really does, right? Because now you're no longer just thinking about I got to mark, like, all these other crazy guys. Mm-hmm. Now I've got to mark a goat. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I got to mark this guy. Yeah, yeah. Now you go from putting one guy on here, uh, on maybe some other guy, okay. Uh, guy you know, will, you say, you know what, Rashford is pacey. I'm going to put a guy who's just quick as Rashford mm-hmm. just to mark his pace. His pace. You know, uh, Sancho is a tricky guy. I'm going to mark a guy who's, you know, very, very good at being solid, mm-hmm. doesn't fall for the feints, you know. Okay, um, you know, I'm going to mark uh, Pogba. Pogba literally just put a good pressure on him. Mm-hmm. You know, he doesn't like he doesn't like uh, uh, high pressure. Uh, Bruno, you want to mark Bruno? Don't let him shoot. You know what I mean? Don't mm-hmm. let him make those crazy pra- passes, passes he wants to make. Yeah. You do all those things, but then when you have to mark Ronaldo, bro, it changes. He mm-hmm. can score with his head. He can score with one touch. Mm-hmm. He can score with a shot from range. Mm-hmm. He, he just does everything. Like, he's such a good number nine that you have whole mindset changes. And you say, okay, yeah, Cavani gave that to United, but Ronaldo is double that. Mm-hmm. And that's what he gives to this United team. You know what I mean? And at that moment, I was like, yeah. But at the end of the day, that is not what is going to be the downfall. And this is why everybody is like, oh, you know, Benson, why are you hating? Why blah, blah, blah. I'm like... I'm not hating. It's just I have seen enough false dawns, mm-hmm. right? We played against Newcastle. The scenery was perfect for him, mm-hmm. right? You know what I mean? It was set up. We were set up to be successful. They this sold, game, sold it out, right? This game, oh, yeah. Yeah, it was sold out. Pack crowd. This game was designed for his comeback, mm-hmm. right? If this was, let's say, Wolves, bro, I'll be worried because Wolves ain't going to give you space, yeah, yeah, yeah. right? They might even score one, yeah. right? Um, even Burnley even, mm-hmm. right? So this game was specifically designed for Cristiano Ronaldo's return. Mm-hmm. If it was anybody else, I might have been a little bit worried. Maybe, okay, Norwich, I wouldn't be worried. Maybe Arsenal even, I might not be worried because they're on a real downward spiral, right? You just have to kick them when they're down. Yeah. But, 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 this, this game was primed for him. Yeah. Primed for him. And the chances didn't come in the first half until the goals now came in. Then all of a sudden, United started to look like a, a decent side, sort of. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? The United started to look like, a, 
you know, uh, okay, maybe we can break them down. Yeah. But it's Newcastle. Mm-hmm. So, what would I say? Wait, guys. My fellow United fans, please don't get too gassed. Please, just wait. Sure. Wait. Give it, give it till December at least. If we're still top four, if we're still two points, you know, within champ, uh, champions or second place, then I'll say, okay, maybe you can start to have the belief because in the stretch, our we have a big bench, mm-hmm. we have a lot of players on the team that may come to our benefit. But you know what I mean? Don't get too gas right now. Mm-hmm. It was against Newcastle United, mm-hmm. right? And that's the thing. The problems are still there. The team looks like they struggle through uh, breaking out a low block. Sometimes when they want to do a link-up between the defensive attack and the high pressure comes in, they also struggle too, mm-hmm. right? Newcastle just rolled over, opened their belly, rolled over for United to do their thing. So I would say, guys, just wait. But mm-hmm. am I happy, man? Result was fantastic, my guy. Like you, you, I, you, I, I told you, man, I had goosebumps when I was watching and I was like, fucking hell, I cannot believe it. Ronaldo is back in United. Like, mm-hmm. when I finally saw it on the pitch, this motherfucker is back to United, man. Like, this is the GOAT. You know what I mean? Yeah, Messi, you can call him a GOAT too. They're both GOATs, mm-hmm. right? Anyway, so that was my piece there, man. But we'll see how things go. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll see how things go. Uh, but anyway, that's my my own thing uh, wrapping up on there. But I don't know if you have anything to add on top of that. But anyway. No, I think, I think it's pretty much uh, on point what you're saying. Just wait. <laughs> wait it out. Just wait, you know. Wait it out. But he scored. He scored on two on on his two goals. Yes, it was a tap in. Yeah. But Lukaku did the same thing on his return. Yeah. So. Yeah. No. Yeah, I mean, it it it, it is right. It yeah. is. Um. But it, the thing is, the mentality now. Like, mm-hmm. I'm seeing some of this stuff on Twitter come out, and I'm just like, Ronaldo ain't playing, man. Yeah. Like, you know, they, they were telling him to, oh, the initiation thing is he has to sing, or whatever. And Ronaldo laughed and he said, I did that 18 years ago. Like, guys, you know, we have we have business to mm-hmm. do here. That was his speech for the guys. Like, some me singing, I'll yeah. give you guys a speech. Yeah. We're good, but we're not good enough yet. Like, I, my my brain was just like, bro, man, fuck. If this is what he's telling our boys right now, yo, you guys better be, you know, and I don't believe in that mentality bullshit yeah, yeah. because I, for me, what you put on the pitch, because... You know, you can bring that mentality bullshit to City. And City will just tell you, look, guys, like, our boys are all fucking technical, mm-hmm. tactically sound, very intelligent with the ball. We don't do any of that mm-hmm. nonsense here. Like, we know our shit, right? Mm-hmm. You know, but some some teams like United are so ingrained with that system. You know what I mean? We're so ingrained with that, um, uh, you know, the, the pizzazz, mm-hmm. the, the atmosphere, the... The emotion, you know, for me, I try to suck out all of that shit away from football. Mm-hmm. Like, that's my own thing. I try to suck it out. If you can take a lot of emotion out of football, yes, is it important at certain times? Absolutely. For example, England against Italy, an emotionally charged game, 1-1, uh, finals. Mm-hmm. Maybe what we needed, what England needed was some extra emotion, some extra oomph, right? Maybe that's what they needed. But because the Italians, you could tell they were playing with that extra zazz of emotion. That's where you need that stuff, right? Yeah. But in a, in a, uh, for me, in a, in a league, get that shit out of your game, man. Mm-hmm. Stop talking about the, 
oh, the atmosphere. He's changed my mentality. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden, I went from becoming Fred mm-hmm. to all of a sudden Ruben Neves in two minutes. Like, like that, that, that shit is all bullshit to me. Like, it's... You see, that you're good or you're not good. Yeah. Like, that's the way I look at football. Show up and put the work in the pitch. Yeah. You know? you, you're either good or you're not good. You're either Fred or you're Fernandinho mm-hmm. or you're um, Fabinho or you're uh, freaking Nervous or you're Indidi or you're... That's the way I look at football. I don't mm-hmm. look at football based on, oh, the emotion. And that's where fans get lost in, in assessing the quality of a team, the quality of a player, mm-hmm. the quality of a game. Of a game. They don't know how to assess it because they add so much emotional flap. Yeah. They look at like Rashford. Rashford sped through a billion guys. He, he probably had the best opportunity to square a pass to his guy. Mm-hmm. But as far as Rashford dribbles six guys and somehow nipped it into the corner of the net, luckily, mm-hmm. they love him. Yeah. When it's like, no, Rashford beat the first guy. You should square a pass to this guy so that guy can get a free open net to score. Mm-hmm. That is the way. That is the most... A logical way to play football. Mm-hmm. But no, the fans want to see him dribble six guys and then nip it in the net. That's the problem. People add so much emotion to the game mm-hmm. and this feeling. And I'm not saying the feeling should die, mm. but there's a time for the feeling. You're, you're, you're down one nothing in the final of a World Cup. You're down 1-1 one, one, uh, one, one in extra time. And you've got to give it your all. Like that extra little oomph, mm-hmm. right? But the good players would do that anyway. You know? That's why I love guys like Luka Modric. Yeah. Cold-hearted killers. You don't... These, these guys don't come in there and start telling you, oh, because of uh, the speech that... Um, uh, what they call it? Uh, uh, um, Zidane gave us in the final. It made me... No! Those mm-hmm. boys are just so, like, mentally astute. Like, mm-hmm. they are there. They are in the moment. They know that in this moment, I need to deliver this. Mm-hmm. They do their job consistently. Ice cold killers every second. They deliver that shit. Mm-hmm. That's what I care about in football. Mm-hmm. That's what football for me is. Do then do your fucking job. And then when the time comes for that emotion, Modric is playing in the final against France. Mm-hmm. He realizes, man, I've got to put my blood, sweat, and tears. He runs all over that freaking pitch. He puts in every last ditch tackle he can mm-hmm. makes every pass the best pass he could make they still lose the game but that guy gave his all you could see it on the pitch yeah that is what it that's what it's about yeah but everybody wants to bring emotion every two seconds into the game it's like that's not how it is mm-hmm. anyway and that's the problem with united this that thing the atmosphere the emotion is like we've been doing that for so long yeah we haven't won shit Tuchel came and then just fucking broke, broke football down to the science in Chelsea. And then all of a sudden, they won a Champions League. <laughs> and everybody's like, oh, how, well, how did he do it? Oh, that, uh, he got all this money. It's like, no. He just realized that I've got to get my team, set my team properly up, mm-hmm. the right way to deliver. And that's what they're doing. Yeah. Anyway, Lukaku, two goals. Yeah, man. Man. Ah, the best, the, the player of this game wasn't even Lukaku, man. Honestly, I think it was Kovacic. Bro. Kovacic was on smoke, man. Like, he just, the passes he was making, and he was bailing Sound Against out, too. Oh, my God, Sal. 
If you want to talk about a fantastic debut on the red side of uh, Manchester, yeah, you got to talk about one of the worst debuts on the blue, blue side, side of, of London. London. Now, I'm, don't get me wrong. I watched this game. Yeah. And uh, Sal Niguez, he, let me tell you what Sal Niguez did right. Yeah. He made himself available. For the ball. Yeah. For the ball. All the he time was, he was there. His technical control spot, spot on, on. But he had one problem. Releasing. Releasing the ball. He could not release for the life of me. He'll hold the ball. Thinking he's going to do some crazy shit. All of a sudden, two niggas catch on him. Tackle. <laughs> the ball. We're lucky we didn't concede two, three goals, actually, in this game. Yeah. Because of Sal uh errors. And Tuko came out and said he didn't have the best of debuts. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know, like, he says it how it is. Right? Tuko's not going to sugarcoat anything. He... He could have... That guy could have had a fantastic debut. debut if he just released if, the ball. All he needed to do was just pass the ball. Yeah, just release I, I couldn't believe what I was seeing. I was like, is this... Because, look, I'm not I'm not going to be ignorant here and say, oh, um, you know, like some people always like, oh, the Premier League is uh, faster. Mm-hmm. Guys, get that out of your mind, <laughs> man. Get that... I saw somebody... Was it Mark Goldbridge posted on... Um, on the time uh, England against uh, Italy, and I know Mark Goldrich, Goldbridge takes the piss yeah. all the time. Like, this guy just jokes around all the freaking time, and sometimes mm-hmm. he just does it just to piss off people. Mm-hmm. But he put up on, oh, the Italian league, uh, English, uh, England most likely to beat uh, Italy because the Italian league is slower than the <laughs> Premier League. And I was like, are you kidding but me? Italian is Have more you tactical. watched? It's not even that it's more tactical. It's just about the same pace. Yeah. Seriously, bro. It may be even faster. Seriously. I don't know if you guys watch... I mean, I'm so, that's why I'm so gutted that, I, that uh, The Zone uh, doesn't have uh, Syria Addis yet. And I know there's another way for us to watch it. I'm not paying extra money to watch that. <laughs> but, um, you know, the the Italian League, if you guys don't know, they actually, like, press high. They've introduced high press into their game. Um, you know, they've introduced fast, intense, you know, football. Like, yes, it, it has its slow moments. Yeah. But... All this stuff that people like to talk about, like the the other leagues are slower. It's not true. Mm-hmm. It's not true, guys. Like, get that out of your mind, man. The, the Bundesliga you know, is so electric. Like, you know, probably I think I think the Bundesliga is like right now probably the fastest. It's the fastest, but but the they fastest. make the biggest mistakes yeah, sometimes. Yeah, like absolutely. some of the the things you see on defense, like mm-hmm. what the heck? Or the goalie is yeah. just doing some weird stuff. But those but, guys are like lightning quick. Oh yeah, but those guys just Even they press high every quick. time. Yeah. Like most of the game, you watch a top eight game for from uh, from Bundesliga. guys, usually high press, high press, mm-hmm. high press. Like guys, just breathe for two seconds, guys. Yeah, no. You know, but so they, they know. But yeah, like anyway, Sal Niguez, like he, you know, I, I when I saw that, I was like, some of the stuff he was doing was so good. Availability, yeah, yeah. takes the ball, movement, movement ball. but then just release the ball. Yeah, he just couldn't release the ball, and he almost put us in trouble. Luckily, oh, M- Mendy and Kova saved us. Oh my god, we would have been in trouble. But yeah. yeah, but Kova, oh my god, Kova, Kova had a game today. He was phenomenal. He was phenomenal, and not only that, Lukaku as well. Yeah, Lukaku, Lukaku and, and Kova. Now it's like they like that that rhythm that Kova was getting. Lukaku didn't have much chance. Let's get it straight. He was starved in this game. Like, mm. he was starved out of this game, right? He would get a few balls. I think he only had, like, uh, 18, 19 touches in the box, mm. right? Which is not normal for, like, a nine, right? Yeah, yeah. So, um, but he, 
was very smart with the way he handled the ball, holding the ball off, passing it off, or taking his opportunity when it came, right? Yeah. He, he got that pass from Kova, and, bro, he did that justice. Yeah, <laughs> that yeah. pass was so beautiful. And people people seem to forget what Kova did before before he actually took that ball on. He dribbled like two yeah. people. Yeah. He dribbled two players, cut, and it was a simple pass that came up to him, and he took it and just dribbled one or two players, passed it off efficient, efficiently. Down, down the line, over to, to Lukaku, and Lukaku went in for it, and made that that turn, that turn that killed the defender, mm-hmm. and then just rolled it into the net. Like that was brilliant, you know. Yeah. That was that, that was something to see, and, the, and and this was his first goal in Stamford Bridge, right? This was his return to Stamford Bridge, and that and just like the the the, the crowd was also so electric, right? Mm-hmm. So while he was doing that. We were getting chances left, right, and center. We should have buried a few more, but yeah. we didn't. Um, and then Lukaku came with that bullet. Oh, for Aspie. Aspie sends that ball over to him, and that was a bullet. Left he, left foot. Yeah. He didn't waste no time. He just smacked it. <laughs> he, like Lukaku, uh, man, uh, you know, I, I'm not going to lie, man. I'll say it before. I'll say it again. <laughs> I doubted that bro, man. Yeah. I mean, not I don't, just you, Felix. You too know, I, well. I wouldn't say I doubted him now, mm-hmm. but I doubted him. And I still am going to doubt him because um, the reason why is I need to see more. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you why. Uh, Lukaku, in the first uh, 10 games when he was with United, did the exact same thing. Yeah. We were 4-0 FC. That's what they were calling us. <laughs> Every game, 4-0, 4-0, 4-0. Yeah. And then he slowed. Um, then all of a sudden... He the guy down. slowed down bad. Yeah. You know that there, there was a there was a huge talk about that, like what mm-hmm. happened to Lukaku. He said it was something that was going on with his uh, with his diet. Yeah, his dietitianary right? plan. Yeah, yeah, I know, but I don't. I, I don't. Regardless, he looked beefy at Everton. Yeah, and he looked still maintained his beefiness at United. Yeah. Um, but in Inter uh, they fixed in, it. In Inter, because uh, Conte loves you fit, know lean fit, fit, fit people yeah. and all that. Uh, but overall, uh, uh, he um, uh, he when he was with United, yeah, he was beefed out. Mm-hmm. But on the other, on the same breath, um, uh, what they call it, uh, um, the 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 thing was, we we got Lukaku as a flat track bully, mm-hmm. and what that means is he beats the small guys, he scores the goals against the weaker team, weaker opposition. Yeah. Um, in my opinion, I've always said it. That's uh, uh, what they call it. That's how you win the Premier League. Yeah. You beat, beat small, small teams. teams, and that was what Lukaku was brought in for. Mm-hmm. Then all of a sudden, the goals started to dry up against the small teams. Mm-hmm. Even worse, what ended up happening to him was um, his touch went to talk to Yaktok. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, man. And I know some people. I know some people. Um, what they call it, make say even Conte says, Oh, his touch is what people used to kind of make, you know, like they make excuses and yada, yada. some of it is racism, yeah. blah blah blah. Look, I'm black, trust me, I love my, my fellow black folks, man. I love, I love my, love my skin and I love my fellows to death, bro. Mm-hmm. Lukaku did not have a touch, yeah. And and in tight games, he could that that caused him problems, yeah. Um, we saw it again, Belgium against Italy. One of the best balls that Kevin De Bruyne put for a footballer, like open net, mm-hmm. put it in the net. 
And if a guy was running through, you know, be confident enough to stop the ball, sell the guy, and bang it in the open net. The guy's momentum, Spinazzola was flying into the net. He was not going to save that, mm-hmm. right? He bundled the ball, and then it hit Spinazzola, and it went out. They would have equalized. They would have tied that game. It would have been a lot more. Because Italy were kind of hanging on later yeah, on in the game, right? Yeah, yeah. So, these things, these are not, like, bad criticisms. Like, people think it's, like, a bad thing. It's not. Like, guys, like, when we criticize players for these things, it's because if it keeps on happening over and over again, it becomes a thing. Now, so far this season, I have not seen him. Oh, well, I've seen him take some bad touches. But I haven't seen it in a way that it was bad enough that it cost you guys a game. Yeah. Right, you guys have not been in the thick of things where it's like, Oh my god, we need Lukaku to bury this one. Mm-hmm. If not, we're gonna lose or we're gonna tie. No, mm-hmm. you have not been in that situation, right? So, you're good for now, right? You're good for now. But there's moments, man, when you see that, man, like as a professional, like we're watching highlights here. Look at how these boys mm-hmm. are controlling the ball, and these boys are not on the best teams, yeah. That is a basic requirement. That's a prerequisite, mm-hmm. right? Yes, you're a big guy. Yes, you score lots of goals. Yes, you know, Christian Bateke might be a better uh, technical footballer than you you are, right? But you're playing for a, for one of the best institutions in the game. Mm-hmm. United, Inter Milan, Chelsea, Belgium in a way, mm-hmm. right? You're, pay, you're playing for these teams. The least we can ask for you is to at least... Have some sort of consistency in your game, mm-hmm. and that became an issue. Yeah. Now, when he went to when he went to Inter, because I watched them a lot, man. I I I like he still had the same problems, man. Yeah. He had the same problems. These were not this. These were not the. These were not things that. Um, but Lataro no, was there. You know. Uh, sorry. But Lataro was there. Lotaro was there to help him, so and this system. The ball yeah, and Lutaro. this. Yeah, and this system was this actually designed around Lukaku. Mm-hmm. Go back, watch those games. Lukaku was the centerpiece. Yeah. Everything went like, okay, we're going to play through him. He's going to hold up. Mm-hmm. He's going to pass it back. He's going to run into space. We're going to put it to Ashraf. Boom, Ashraf bombs up, crosses it in, bam, go. Mm-hmm. Like, that's literally their system. Their system. If you look at the pattern play that uh, Antonio Conte set up, yeah. was so that Lukaku was at his best. Did he do the wrong thing? Absolutely not. He was, that was, he was, He's the one of the very few who's figured it out, mm-hmm. right? He's one of the very few who figured it out. Yeah. So that's what I'm saying, man. Like, bottom line, at the end of the day, that was the issues that I had with Lukaku. And that history cannot be forgotten, mm-hmm. right? If the question is, can he overcome that mm-hmm. and become something greater? And I think this, which on the Tuchel... Tuchel is just another great manager that's perfect for him. Mm-hmm. Lukaku had issues. The problems that he had, first of all, we were scoring goals for fun. But then once Mourinho lost his, uh, tied his first game, I can't remember what it was. It was a game he tied or lost. And then Mourinho went back to like overly defensive, mm-hmm. isolate Lukaku, and then the support could not come in for him, right? Then Lukaku now comes on the Ole, and Ole now freaking has this crazy idea that somehow Martial is his number nine mm-hmm. and Lukaku isn't. Look, I like Martial, man, but Martial compared to Lukaku is not the number nine. <laughs> so I'm sorry, bro. He also had this idea somehow Rashford was a better number nine. Rashford just had a purple patch, mm-hmm. right? So that, in my opinion, at the end of the day, that was Ole who failed to realize how to like 
you know, you utilize, utilize him or yeah. play him. And then you and then my own the other beef that was with Lukaku was what happened? Lukaku now refused to play. Mm-hmm. Pogba that wants to leave, has he refused to play? No. He's been playing. In fact, he's been demanding that you play me. Yeah. Right? So there's the thing, right? Uh, uh, what they call it, uh, Lukaku refused to play in some of the games. Like either you start me or blah, blah, blah. now you down tools and all this stuff. All this stuff that Graham Sooners complains about Pogba, mm-hmm. Lukaku did, and then Lukaku got the move he wanted. Pogba wanted to move to Real Madrid. Yeah. Not one day did he not show up for training. Not one day did he not freaking uh, what they call it. Um, uh, show up to a game. Mm-hmm. Maybe the games were poor. Not one day did he like he showed up, right? So all this stuff for people want to say like there's there is history there. People always yeah. want to make it look like we are upset at him for nothing. Mm-hmm. We were upset at him because there's a history. Mm-hmm. Is he a, is still a, is he still a phenomenal player? Absolutely. But don't tell me this guy right now is Lewandowski level, Suarez level, or Ronaldo level. As those as the strikers, those three, in my opinion, are the best strikers right now mm-hmm. in the world. Lukaku maybe fourth or fifth. Before he was not in my top ten. Now he's in my top five. Mm-hmm. Maybe fourth or fifth. But at least right now, still Ronaldo, Lewandowski, Suarez are better than him. Mm. That's my that's my own two cents. But anyway. Absolutely. But uh yeah, the game the game was amazing. Uh Kova, Kova the man. Mandy the man. Oh, Mandy Mandy was immense today too. Saves and saves and saves. Even that he had that double save where the ball bounced and came up and he still pushed it out. Right? We're just He was phenomenal, man. We're so blessed to have a team like this. Honestly, I think our team is complete. Um even with sound I guess coming in, that's perfect. That's the that's, that's the perfect depth that we needed coverage for. In case anything happened to Kante, yeah. and we and we we lost the midfielder by Billy Gilmore going on loan to Norwich, yeah. and um, yeah, I think I think I think Chelsea are looking really good. We, but one thing I didn't understand today was why was Marcos Alonso wearing the captain? And, you know, you know one thing, one thing I want to say about this, Alonso. This is a big slap on the face to no other person than Lampard. A massive slap. You can say whatever you want. You yeah. can say he doesn't deserve it. I don't. I don't know, right? Look, I don't know you guys' affairs. I don't know the internal things that are going down, mm-hmm. right? But I'll tell you one thing, bro. Right? Freaking Marcos Alonso is money, and I'll tell you why he's money. He fits a specific style of system. Yeah. Conte, you, Conte showed everybody the blueprint mm-hmm. on how to use Marcos Alonso, right? And then the best part, he even used Victor Moses, who's not even a right back, as a right wing back, mm-hmm. and you guys won the, the league. league. Yeah. <laughs> so I just want you guys to know, like, Tuchel as much as then, uh. as much as everybody cries about Alonso, Alonso is not he's not a he's not a def- he, This guy was one of those guys that they told him, "Look, you're a winger. Mm-hmm. We need you to play to play defense, please. Yeah. We don't have any person who's a good left back. Please, can you play?" He's like the Sunday League team that we have, right? <laughs> hey, bro, like seriously, man, like me, hey. I know you're not a goalie, but please, just because you played it one that one, one time and you were really good, we want you to play it again. That's literally what probably happened to Alonso. Alonso mm-hmm. probably was a left striker or a left winger. Mm-hmm. And then in his youth, they said, look, bro, 
We need you to play left back. There's nobody with a wicked left foot as you that can at least run, mm-hmm. please. <laughs> he can't defend, yeah. but going forward, this guy is nuts. And it's a big slap on the face to Lampard. It shows you guys that Lampard was really like, I mean, not like he was fucking things up, but he was really in a place where like he just didn't know how to get what he wanted from this team. Mm. I I wouldn't say that exactly. Bro, it because is, it is clear because I know a lot of Chelsea fans who would say exactly that. Yeah, a lot yeah. of a lot of delusion in Chelsea fans. No, no, no. <laughs> they would say you are delusion on the other side, bro. Okay, so I'm here, just saying. here's the thing. Here's the thing with Alonso. Here's the thing. I've always said this 100. percent Alonso can play. We know Alonso can ball. Alonso is also very defensively suspect, right? Mm-hmm. He's defensively suspect, but. Alonso will ball for a bit, and just like William, Alonso will stop. That's the thing with Alonso, right? I've been saying this for so long. This is the reason why I was also crying, let Alonso go. I still i am saying the same thing. Even though he's putting in all these performances, it's almost time to let Alonso go, right? The thing is, you can't play five, six games proper, and then the rest, trash. Right, okay. there's there's sometimes where the the system is gonna change, and don't get me wrong, Lampard gave Alonso a lot of chances, and not only that, the reason why Lampard froze him out was because of Alonso's behavior. It's not because he was not balling or doing what what Lampard wanted him to do. It's because we we're collecting a three zero loss, a three a zero three zero deficit. And Alonso wanted to go to the go to the bus and watch the game. Well, didn't didn't he sub him out? Like, look, there was there, those things don't just happen. Like, you, you, I don't just wake up and then all of a sudden I'm like, yo, I'm so freaking vexed that I need to go to uh, the bus. There's things brewing there. It's for example how you acted in a game mm-hmm. in your league when they pulled you off. You were yelling at the coach. Oh, yeah. Bro, I'm just saying, man. Like, look, if that was me, I would have sent you to that motherfucking bus. I would have told you, just pack (laughs) your things, get out of the field. Like, seriously. So, I'm just saying, things brew up. You guys forget the perspective of the player. Yeah. Everybody does this. Like, it's so funny, right? I I look at... When I talk to some people, right? And I look at them. Some of them have some of the most filthiest attitudes mm-hmm. in person yeah. that I have seen, right? And then all of a sudden, when it comes to football, they are defending the manager like they are this personal PR guy. Mm-hmm. Like they work with this guy like <laughs> side by side. They, they forget the psychology of the player. Mm-hmm. As a coach who is like, you know, I'm, I haven't gotten my pro license or anything, who have gotten the C license, they teach you about the psychology of the player. Mm-hmm. They teach you this shit. And this is why I defend a lot of players than a lot of people would like me to. Mm-hmm. Why? Because the player at the end of the day is in one of the most toughest situations. Absolutely. On that pitch, fighting. People think it's like, I, sh- I, can- I should walk in, play football, and win the game. My team is, my team is the protagonist. That's the way you watch football. That's mm-hmm. the way I watch football. When I watch, some, some days I watch football, I'm like, the team that I'm supporting will not lose today. Mm-hmm. Will not lose today because I'm watching them play. <laughs> I, I will tell you this. Uh, I, football just started. American football just started. My yeah. team, Cincinnati Bengals, right? They have been pretty trash. 
all, all, um, for the last couple of years, you know, for a while, actually. Mm-hmm. They're a really trashy team. So um, I haven't watched them for two years because I, anytime I tune in to watch them, it's absolutely terrible. You know what I did? I said on Sunday, my team is not going to lose today because mm-hmm. I am watching them. Yeah. My team is the protagonist. Yeah. We're going to win. We're the actor in this movie. Yeah. We're going to win. Guess what happened? Bengals won. OT. They got a fumble that was for them uh-huh. that in my eyes was like, oh, that's pretty lucky and that's pretty dodgy. But they got it. But that's the thing, right? That's how you watch it, mm-hmm. right? And everybody forgets that. And and, and any t- any little thing that comes a, uh, across uh, that 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 impacts that Alonzo walking around, walking away from the to the bus. You guys don't know. That, even we all knew that shit was brewing between him and uh, Lampard for a while, right? If you're gonna say this and you're gonna say all this stuff, bro. You yourself did it in the season. The coach pulls you out. You were so vexed. You 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 chose but to the reason. No 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 no. I don't want to hear your reason. You chose to yell at the coach, right on the field in front of everybody. Not in front Bro, of everybody. Regardless, it was still on the field and the game was still going on. Am I right or wrong? The game was going exactly. On. It just, wasn't on the field. Okay, it, no, it wasn't on the field, but it was outside the pitch, right around the playing area. Sideline. Exactly. Imagine this, right? Barclays Premier League, mm-hmm. right? That guy that was the coach on that game, right? You're playing for Chelsea. He subs you off. As soon as you get to that fucking side of the pitch, you start yelling. The cameras are all over you. Mm-hmm. What do you think the fucking headlines will be? Exactly. All you guys like to think you guys are holier than thou. You are not. You are absolutely not. This is why I always say the emotional side of the game, I try to take that shit out because I know all you guys are bullshitters. Because at the end of the day, if you were in that situation, you would do worse. You will. We, the human being, is a 3D version of ourselves, right? We are not just cookie cutter Go to work, come back, do everything like emotionless beings. Yeah, I always talk about like taking away the emotion from the game, but the one side I don't take away from the game is the psychology of the athlete. You can never take that away from the athlete. Mm-hmm. Wake up tomorrow, wake up next week. You have an ego, I have an ego. The coach has an ego. We are all like, you know, dudes and all that stuff, right? Mask- Plus, we're, we're males. When you get to the level of a Premier League athlete, then you start to feel like an alpha male. Come on. This is what happens, bro. If you're already feeling that way in a basic Sunday League game that has no bearing, that you're not going to win any accolades for, you're not going to get any money for, you're yeah, not going to, you know, money. regardless, right? Maybe you got like 10 bucks. It doesn't matter. It's nothing worse for you to be losing your shit over, but you still lost your shit. <laughs> Imagine the feeling... Alonso was going through when he had to go to that bus. And that's what I want to say, guy. Like, leave the emotional side for to understand the psychology of the player. That's where the problem is with football. Understand the psychology or the emotion of the games, of the of the football match, of the pizzazz, of the atmosphere. But they fail to understand that these guys running around, 11-11, yes, they're making gazillions of dollars. And sometimes I don't give a shit about them, mm-hmm. but you have to understand that. Mm-hmm. And that's where you guys were wrong about that shit. Till today, 
I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't always support like, for example, I don't always support players and when they do stuff all the time, but most of the time I get it because I've played, you've played, but for some reason everybody t- turns a blind eye when that shit is happening because they're like, oh, he's making billions of dollars, he should suck it up. It's not how it works, bro. Because if, if, still working. if you were if you were there, you would probably be worse than them. This is just the truth. This is just the truth. Once you get there, once you start to make millions in your bank, see, 10 million in your bank account every year, you know, you do your taxes and then you owe the government four mil and then you're sitting on six mil every freaking year, your perspective will change mm-hmm. versus making fucking pennies, 50,000 every freaking year, 100,000 maybe every freaking year. Your perspective changes a lot. The more money you make, the more like things change. It does. So Lampard, in my opinion, got that wrong. I right? don't know. I still think Lampard did everything right. Mm. But Alonso walking to the bus instead of supporting his teammates coming back in this game. And they did come back, right? They did They did make that comeback to 3-3, yeah. right? Alonso should have been on the bench with the players. Bro, I, I agree with you 100%. I agree with that sentiment. But I'll tell you, you, you don't understand what was going down, bro. Like, that's the thing. Yeah, everybody, that's, this, this is one thing I always say, right? Like, it, it's not as easy as it seems, man. Who knows? He probably just had enough. Maybe Lampard said some real nasty stuff to him. And he's like, you know what? I've had enough, bro. I really have. Like, nothing you can do to treat me. I, I am worth more than that. And even as a, as a guy who works in a company, I've seen where people take advantage of their employees in such a way, right? Absolutely. Like, obviously, there's, there's ridiculous employees that do stupid things, like yeah. anybody, right? But there's some cases where I've seen, like, actually good employees work hard mm-hmm. and you still get treated like crap because the, the, the manager or the leader just doesn't gel with the, the, that person. Yeah. And then it causes a lot of problems because then instead of them really assessing the player for what, you know, they bring to their team or their strengths... They only focus on their weakness. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, if you don't have any strengths, then you're useless to your to your uh, to uh, to your organization. But you know, there's some people who have some genuine strengths. They're a good fit, and I think Alonso is a good fit for Chelsea, regardless. You know, else Emerson Palmieri, maybe he can do the job. Chilwell, Chilwell, I, I don't think there's anything wrong with Chilwell. I think Chilwell is actually a very good left back. But uh, the reality is. Tuchel wants something specific from his fullback right now, maybe yeah. for for specific games, right? So he's utilizing Alonso. Alonso is doing the, what he wants to the T. Mm-hmm. He's carrying the captain's armbar armband. Yeah, I don't understand you know. why that was happening when when at the end there was Jorginho on the pitch and Aspilicueta on the pitch. But those guys didn't start though. No, they didn't. But usually, what Chelsea does is whoever starts holds that band, and then after the captain comes in, you pass the band off. For him, it doesn't matter. This is see. This is why I like Tuko. That now that's atmospheric men, uh, mentality bullshit that is talking right now. So the atmosphere, the mentality, the feeling, that doesn't matter. At the end of the day, he knows who his captain is. Club captain is As- Aspliqueta, mm-hmm. right? Second captain is Jorginho, right? Or yeah. Thiago, Thiago Jor- whoever, right? So third, there you third, go. Third is Thiago. Third is Thiago. But Thiago was also on the pitch starting. Yeah, well, maybe Thiago is just not the captain of the day. Okay. Bro, like, that's why, see, that's what I'm saying. Like, the mentality thing right now isn't the thing. That's, you guys shouldn't be worrying about that, that right now, right? 
what you guys what you guys should be uh you know what you guys should be looking at is how you guys played the performance and as i said take that emotion that's unnecessary you're you're looking at something that doesn't have any weights there to the manager we all know who our captain is we all know who our second captain is we all know who our third captain is do i need to tell everybody like you know who it is do i need to take it off like Alonso and put it on aspie no i don't need to do that all i need to worry about is we need to win this freaking game mm-hmm. right who's captain of the day Alonso? you were good the last four games you put on the captain's armband today high five buddy you know, take care. Boost of emotion. All of a sudden, the psych- the the re- complete reversal of the damage done by uh, what they call him, um, Lampard, has completely switched to like, I cannot believe it. He just gave me the captain's armband. I have much more responsibility. Mm-hmm. I was the one, one of the ones who made a big mistake last game against Liverpool that led to the goal. I didn't hear Edward Mendy shout at me. And then all of a sudden, I headed the ball that caused problems. And then... They let you go, mm-hmm. right? But from that, this guy has belief in me. Mm-hmm. My mindset has changed. The psychology of the player. Now you have a player who's bought into your system. Tomorrow he benches him. <laughs> and next minute, Chilwell starts Chil- to play. Yeah, bro. But then when we know, he needs... We know, know Chilwell is coming in. Exactly. But then when he needs him... Then Alonso will ball. Yeah. <laughs> Exactly. You guys, you guys are playing checkers. This guy's playing chess. Chelsea, and you guys are complaining that, oh, he captained this guy. Like... Come on, guys. Get to understand what is going on. That's why he is the manager. Mm-hmm. And that's why this guy, he's already thinking ahead of y'all. And you guys are still complaining. Like, I can't believe it. How dare he? After all the stuff he did to Lampard, never, how, never this is ridiculous. You know? <laughs> you know, this is ridiculous. And yes, I will criticize Tuchel because I've called his ass out mm-hmm. for what he did to Hudson Odoi, which I still to, to the day think is a horrible thing to do to any player. And... He's lucky that uh, Odoi has a very good Heart. mindset and, you know, understands what he wants. Yeah. But on the other breath, like, if he had gotten the wrong kind of guy... Odoi was supposed to know. go on loan to, to Dortmund, too. Oh, there you go. He stopped it. Yeah, there you go. So, just things, right, for you guys to take a look at. Like, I'm just, you know, I don't know why. Like, I defend... Yeah, maybe I... I Maybe because I like Tuko a lot. That's why I defend him a lot. I like Tuko. his ideas. I like but, him. You know. But... What I'm just saying is, you know, I think Lampard was right in his assessment, but... At the time, he could have been right. Yeah, absolutely. Well, Alonso what, what was probably, terrible. What probably happened was Alonso took his ego and he probably did not... He, he didn't apologize. That's probably why. Hmm. Rudiger, Rudiger went into the into the into into Lampard's office, talked to him, and then Lampard played him the next day. Hmm. Right? So that's how it works. So you just have to apologize and then go play. Yeah, man. Because like, you, not only like you, you, you have to apologize to the team because at the end of the day, you're also letting your team down. You're not coming to support them. Hmm. Right? You know, like... Just like you said, you know, when, when you're um when you're losing, would to see your manager on the touchline right there with you, that's a strong fucking thing, right? Yeah. You know, just just like that, when you're losing to see your players also on the side supporting you, that's also a fucking tough thing, right? Mm. So look, uh, at the end of the day, the, the the player look, man, Lampard at the end of the day, look, I'm not gonna as I said, I'm not gonna defend what uh, Alonso did, right? But I'm just going to say the psychology is what is crucial to understand why he did. That was yeah. probably brewing. Yeah, 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 That stuff doesn't just start right away, right? You know, if it was like, if it was like literally at a game 
and Alonso just did it out of the blue. You like, you never read anything on the papers about Alonso and Lampard, and all of a sudden this happened. Right? Yeah, they were pretty good. You know, Lampard no, played him all the time. No, no, no. But there was stuff prior to on the papers that Lampard was not happy with Alonso, and stuff was getting leaked. Fans, saw, fans weren't happy saw, with Alonso either. Yeah, but I saw those articles that were out there. And I saw things like, oh, you know, things are not going right between them, yada, yada, yada. And eventually, when we now saw what happened in the game, it made sense, mm. right? So it wasn't something that was, like, for, I'll give you an example. This actually happened to me in a game. I was coaching one of my players. I subbed him out, and he got angry and took off his shin pads. Mm-hmm. And I was like, are you freaking serious? Like, why are you taking off your shin pads? I'm going to need you for a little bit. I just want you to take a rest, blah, blah, blah. So I said, okay, you know what? Relax then. Just sit on the bench. You're not playing for me. Mm-hmm. Right? There was nothing that brewed. This motherfucker hadn't shown up to practice for like, you know. <laughs> seriously. <laughs> like, we don't... We, this beef was from nowhere. Yeah. Right? And the reason why I wasn't playing him was because he was tired and he was gassed. Yeah, because he's not showing up to practice. Exactly. So but he, he wants to play the game. But he game. wants to play the whole fucking game. <laughs> How are you going to play the whole game when I, I need you to press. press and you can't press? Yeah. So I took him off and then... Now, that is a problem. That right there, I said, the player is not going to play for me ever again under my own tutelage. He's not going to be on my... He's not going to play for me. Yeah. Because that was that came out from nowhere. Mm-hmm. If it was a player that I had original problems with, then, okay, I get it. I have to understand why is the player feeling this way? What's going down, right? Yeah. So, I didn't, but this guy, there was no history. I was happy he was at the game. Yeah. I was like, thank God you're at the game. One of our better players. Yeah. But at the end of the day, you're not fit. Yeah. So I have to bench you so that I can give you time to rest. So that you, you know you can come back the and then do your thing, right? Yeah, yeah. And then he was whining. And I said, okay, you're not going to play for me again. Mm-hmm. Because that is an attitude that I don't want to deal with yeah. down the line again. Because, oh, you feel like you should be thinking of Ronaldo already? <laughs> you're not Ronaldo's son. You know, so... Or maybe, maybe when you get to that start, even Ronaldo had to shut his mouth and listen to his coaches um, before he got to this point. Yeah. So, Mourinho. you know, that's that's the thing, right? Like, everybody, everybody, like, you know, if there's no history there, I get it, mm-hmm. right? Um, but anyway, uh, uh, still, kudos to you guys. You guys uh, secured the dub. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, uh, Edward Mendy, I know somebody saw the ar- put up the arguments, Edward Mendy, better, best goalkeeper right now. Um, in the Premier League, um, I think Edward yeah. Mendy is. Yeah, he is. I, 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 no, I'm gonna put away my biases. I think Edward Mendy is right now the best goalkeeper in the world. Um, in the in the world, yeah, in I the can, world. You know, yeah. The only person I would say maybe that's kind of close, maybe Ederson, Allison, maybe. Yeah. Um, De Gea, when he, he seems like De Gea seems to be getting himself back again. Yeah. Um, but uh, apart from that, I think uh, Mendy has Mendy's more clean good. sheets than any any goalkeeper. Like he's also played for a very solid defense. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Now remember what Kepa had to struggle with. Yeah, yeah. But <laughs> but I guess Aston Villa you have to take a lot of shots. Yeah, yeah. I'm just happy, man, because we haven't beat Villa in a while, and we lost the last game against them. Um, what was it? The final game. Yeah. Uh, last season. Yeah. So I was I was happy to to win this game. Yeah. You know, even though they don't have Grealish, but they have other players. They should have utilized them, but. Yeah, you know, yeah, it is what it is. Chelsea go all the way blue forever. Let's keep going. The title, the title could be us. Ours this year is looking like it. Yeah, we just gotta keep balling and doing what we do and make sure we take care of those small teams, right? Yeah, I know we said we're gonna do the um, you know, 
uh, predictions. What predictions. But I think we're pretty unanimous on who we think is going to win the league this year. <laughs> um, I'm predicting Chelsea. Yeah, I'm predicting Chelsea as well. Yeah, so if Chelsea doesn't win it, then it's, uh, for me, I think is uh, kind of a, not, not really a failure, but kind of because you guys don't have any holes and you have all the depth. Yeah. Right? Yeah, we've, you, this you, game we played was with our second squad. Yeah, five guys benched. Yeah. Uh, that was benched. Mount was benched. Mount was benched. Um, uh, who else was benched? Uh, Christensen mm-hmm. was benched. Um, that's about three. Reese James wasn't there because he has the red card. Yeah. Uh, who else again? I think there's one more missing, but I can't remember. Oh, yeah. Kante, Jorginho. Yeah, so yeah. there you go. Well, Kovacic is usually jo- jo- Joji came in, in the second. Yeah, yeah. And man, he, he controlled, controlled the, the game. Yeah. I remember Akinde was uh, trying to... He was like, man, you know, there's no excuses for them, blah, blah. I know so Akinde was full team, pressure. Bro. But I was like, bro, like, honestly, I hear I hear where you're coming from, bro. But it's their second team. Yeah. Werner is not even, wasn't even on the pitch. Yeah, well, Werner is not going to be getting a lot of time this season, looks like. No, I think he will. I think he will. It's just... Um, I think he only will if through injuries. He's not going to get a lot of time. Havertz is playing very well. Uh, Mount is playing very well. Where, is, where are you guys going to put Werner in? Hudson Odoi is balling. Ziek is on the ball when yeah. he when he has his chance. Pulisic, even though he's injury prone, he, he scored already. does his thing. So, yeah. where is Werner going to get the chance? Werner is screwed. <laughs> I think Werner is fucked, man. I wouldn't say Werner is messed up because I think eventually Tuku wants to play the two. Yeah. Right? In the, in the front. In the front. Uh, in the front. I think he wants to play the two eventually. So he wants he wants to put Werner and Lukaku together. That would give defenders more trouble to deal with. I I think he's gonna kibosh that idea after what he see with Havertz. It would be dumb to start like putting shoehorning Werner into the team. Look, Werner would give you work rate, but that whole Chelsea team works hard. Like I yeah, don't I don't yeah. I don't see them not working out. Yeah, Werner makes some very phenomenal diagonal runs, but you can coach that to any person to make those diagonal mm-hmm. runs. Um, and the thing is, when people are Lukaku, is such a presence when you when you mark Lukaku, it's like marking two players. Mm-hmm. And when you're marking him, two guys try to follow him, or at least if one follows him, he bullies them. Mm-hmm. And then there's space for like other guys to run, to run in and yeah. you know take up opportunities, right? So mm-hmm. he's such a from a tactical standpoint, Lukaku is just a gift made from heaven. Like Abramovich really took care of uh, Toko this time. So. Okay. Um, for Warner to come in, man, I don't see it. Unless Lukaku gets an injury, maybe Warner now steps but I guess in. We, still, we, we have a lot of games. Champions, we have a lot, Champions, yeah, Champions League. League is coming yeah, this yeah. this week. Who are you guys playing this week? I think we're playing... Uh, let me check. Oh, I don't know, eh? Maybe. Yeah, we're playing Young Boys, I think. Uh, tom- is it tomorrow or we're Wednesday? we're Zenit or something. Oh, okay, yeah. We play, I think we play Juve last. Okay. But yeah, dude, like, yeah, there's. I don't see any holes in Chelsea's uh, the Chelsea team. Yeah, Zenit. We're playing Zenit. Zenit. Yeah. yeah, I don't see. I don't see any holes. You guys have Tottenham on Sunday. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you guys. You guys have a very set system with the right players to support the system. Mm-hmm. Um, for me, at United, I think uh, top three. I don't. I don't know how to put United right now. Mm-hmm. We have a chance to win. We have a chance to come third. Who gets second? Second is even diff, dude, man. I think the top four is just easy. Chelsea, in no order. Chelsea, City, Liverpool, and United. Mm-hmm. I think that's what's gonna be. 
Um, where will United finish? I think third. Where will City finish? I think second. Maybe Liverpool fourth. Maybe yeah, because they don't have debt. Yeah, Liverpool struggles with death, oh, and then and, uh, and then Harvey, Harvey Elliott's like too. recent injury that was nasty. But another thing I want yeah, that wasn't actually, a red though. I don't know, man. But because because, because the ref, of the yeah because of the injury, injury he gave, the, he gave red. the red. Yeah, and that was bad. Like when I saw that, I was like, hey. yeah. Um, I, I was screaming. Yeah, I said the kid was not gonna rec- never gonna be the same again. Yeah. Uh, somebody was arguing with me that uh, he will like with the way technology is, and I, and I get it. Like yeah. the way technology is, it'll still be a while. But regardless of a while, the mindset changes. Like when you're going in for a ball, it's different. Different. Once you get a leg, about that yeah, injury. you think about that injury. It's now trauma. Yeah. It's a. It's, regardless if they make re- they get you back to hundred percent. Yeah. You're always gonna have that in the back of your mind, and fuck, man, there's a lot of these injuries happening lately. Mm-hmm. I've been Wesley Fofana was one of the most recent ones. Like leg breaks seem to be very common now. Like Wesley a, got injured. Wesley Fofana for Leicester. He got injured. Yeah, he broke his leg. Wow, man. Yeah, on a preseason game. Ooh. So the, the the level of injury for these guys is just it's getting out of hand, man. Like, you know, and and I'm a I'm I'm a fan of the play on system now because mm-hmm. I'm tired of seeing players just writhe and dive all over the pitch. But that is so bad. But, uh, yeah. These struggles are many. But, I mean, it's just the nature of the game. The nature is, the game is so fast-paced. Guys, like, the way people land, the way people do things, mm-hmm. it's just everything happens in an instant. Uh, it was a pretty nasty injury. I hope the kid uh, gets well soon. Yeah. yeah. But he's... He's a tough kid. I think he'll come back. Yeah, and I mean, he's he gonna get cla- all the he best was support. Him while he was leaving. Yeah, he, he's gonna get all the best support, right? Yeah. That you can get, and when it, when it happens, it happens. It Once happens, your leg yeah. separates like that, oh, okay, it's like that. Said it hurts. They popped it you know. back in. It was ankle. Yeah, ankle dislocation or something. That something. That, that shit happened to me too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Uh, but your mind was rotated. Mine rotated. My ankle rotated. Rotated. Yeah. So gross. <laughs> But so the, you could disgusting. see when he when he lifted his leg, like how it was like, yeah, yeah, oh, like pointing down, yeah, 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 as yeah, if he yeah, had yeah, no yeah. weight absolutely on it. Yeah, and yeah. then the doctors came; they ran and just like put their hands on his leg and yeah, 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 covered dropped it, yeah. him down. Yeah, because he was going into shock, right? Yeah, he's going into shock. So nasty, man. Um, but I mean, that's what happens in the game, guys. Yeah. Uh, just you know. That's why me, for me, anytime I play games now, I'm always, like, cautious, bro. Like, mm-hmm. seriously. You don't see me doing the crazy things I used to do in the past, man. Yeah. I'm not doing any of that because thinking, I'm learning. You're thinking more with your brain. Yeah, I'm like, I got work tomorrow. And if you guys <laughs> coming in hot, I'm sorry. I'm not. I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm stepping away, man. Yeah, I'm not yeah. getting an injury. I don't care. Mm-hmm. I'm not trying to win. I said I, I'm not trying to win no World Cup. Mm-hmm. I have a kid right now who gets injured. Uh, actually, my captain. Mm-hmm injured every time because he does stupid things with his tackling i've tried to show them how to do the proper method of you know jockeying mm-hmm. and getting in the right stance so the way he tackles one parent even made a comment was like the way this kid tackles he would he not, would have, not a have a career <laughs> like that's what he said he would not even make it past 16 he would injure himself so much mm-hmm. and that's his problem now yeah. like every every practice oh coach i'm sorry i'm carrying an injury i'm like from what oh last practice I did this, and I really like. And you see him limping, yeah. like you can tell it hurts, right? It's like, well, well, you don't want to listen to me, so you know, keep tackling yourself away to 
Uh, without having a career, you have to bench him and just not. Yeah, like, well, play. well, on our club we don't have players, so <laughs> you know, <laughs> who am I gonna put in put in for him, bro? Yeah, sure. Anyway, so it's, it's yeah. If I once I have players, I can sub him out and then you know say, look, son, just mm-hmm. enjoy the bench. By the time you learn to learn tackle properly, then I'll play you. But yeah. for now, sit on the bench and relax. Um, but anyway, that's that. Uh, what is it? Well, I think I feel like something. There was something that we need to cover, but uh, uh, we didn't cover. International weekend. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you... Uh, well, not weekend. International week. We just passed. Yeah. Nothing really crazy happened. The teams oh, are 1-1. We need to cover Mourinho's 1,000th game. That was crazy. But did we even watch the game? We didn't watch it. We saw the highlights, though. When, yeah. they, when they scored that last goal from El Sharawi. Yeah. And the craziness. Just, I haven't seen Mourinho that happy since Inter. I think he's just faking it as usual, man. You I don't know? trust anything Mourinho. Mourinho no, no, does no. everything for the cameras. You, you know, you know, you know uh, what do you call it? Uh, back in the day, Mourinho, when Inter would score like the crazy goal, Mourinho would run all the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is what he did. When, when El Sharawi scored that goal... Mourinho ran all the way to where they were celebrating, and he went with all of them. Yeah. Grabbed Tammy, was shaking him, oh, yeah. and then Tammy, Tammy was trying to run. Tammy was so surprised. Yeah, yeah, He's yeah. never felt this type of love before. But yeah. like that shit was crazy. You could see, you could feel the atmosphere and yeah, the yeah, fucking yeah. Stadio Olimpico. Yeah. They were everybody was going nuts, man. They were going nuts. Yeah. And like it was a late last minute too. God, it was last minute. Yeah, yeah. for one thousand game, Mourinho said. I woke up this morning and I was I was thinking like I'm going to lose this thousandth game. Really? Right? But Damn. so he's like he's like my mentality is like I'm not going to lose it. So yeah. he went there and he did everything he could to win it. And so when they won in the last minute, it just made it much more much more of a joyous uh, celebration for him. No, good good for him, man. Yeah. Good for him winning his uh, thousand game. Um Yeah, it's not easy, man. Going yeah, to one thousand, like shit. Who yeah. else has done that? Who else has been at a thousand games? I don't know, but who cares, Saf, man? Saf did it, right? Charles so Ferguson, yeah, but I don't, I don't really look at any of that. I don't care about those type of stats for me. Mm-hmm. People, a thousand game, one hundredth game. Mosa scored his one hundredth oh, yeah. goal. Sat, uh, Mane is um, close to ninety ninth goal for Liverpool. Like, I for me, honestly, it don't matter, mm-hmm. man. Like, as I said, like for me, all these things just, I don't know. They're good milestones to have for players and mm-hmm. athletes and coaches. They're fantastic. Please don't get me wrong. They're good moments. But I just don't care. <laughs> Look, when Ronaldo won the, he got the record or whatever. Oh, yeah. Ronaldo got the record over the international break. Yeah. Um, Bro, like, I just didn't give a shit. Mm-hmm. I'm like, we already know he's the GOAT. Yeah. Right? We already know Mourinho is great. Yeah. We already know Salah is good. <laughs> Let's move on. The league is... We still got a league to play. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. bro, my mind right now is business, man. I want all this shit to, like, just fucking happen. Like, mm-hmm. I don't... All this stuff for me is just uh, extra things that uh, add pudding on the... These are icing on the cake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. These are not the... And for me, I just want to eat the food and go, go, go about my business and yeah. that's it, right? So... Um, but anyway, either way, good good milestone achievement for him, man. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, if he wins the league with Roma, yeah. bro, I'll be happy. Which sucks because I will not be able to watch them as he wins the league. Mm-hmm. Um, we have to figure something out and see. Where I'm not, I'm not paying nothing for that uh, for that subscription. I'm no, sorry, bro. For the IPTV. Yeah, I'm not paying nothing for that subscription. I'm sorry, but uh, you know, if Dazon don't have it, they don't have it. I'll watch the highlights and then I'll watch <laughs> I'll watch the Champions League. Um, but uh, on the same breath too as well, 
Uh, oh, yeah, I watched Everton today. <laughs> that was a really good game. That was a really good game. Rafa Benitez, we didn't give this guy a lot of coverage, but I just want to say, like, just to give him a quick, quick shout-out, that guy, man, he's such an intelligent dude. Mm-hmm. He knows how to set your teams up. Like, when I, Burnley was just, like, dominating this game, and I was just like, is this really what... Honestly, I thought about it. Is this what... I, I started doubting what I was seeing. I was like, is this what Everton fans want? <laughs> Burnley dominating you guys in possession? You guys are making them look like Barcelona in your own uh, pitch? Yeah. But then... Something changed. Like, they scored their goal. And you're like, okay. Then all of a sudden, Everton kind of scored their own goal too. Like, okay. Let's see what happens here. Then, all of a sudden, counterattack, bang, Townsend. Then all of a sudden, counterattack the Marai Gray. Bang. You know, it mm-hmm. was just watching that, I was like, oh, I see why. Burnley, as they were playing, the now the 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 checkers, the chess, mm-hmm. he kind of just sat back and was like, you know what, Burnley, you guys think you're good? Okay, have the ball then. Play, mm-hmm. play, do your thing. You know what I mean? We're we're gonna let you do your thing because we don't believe you guys have the skill set. To do what more than what you think? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're gonna score a goal from you know a second uh, uh, second play in a set piece. Yeah, you're gonna score that, and you know we can match you for that. Okay, mm-hmm. maybe we may get lucky a little bit, but overall you don't have the quality to really do us harm. We want you to come up to us so you can give us that space because if not, it was a war of attrition. If not, what will happen is if we have the ball, mm-hmm. you just park the bus yeah. and it hit us on the break. So rather than us doing that. I'm going to do it to you instead and mm-hmm. see what you're going to do, right? Now, I don't know if that tactic is going to work all the time no, because no, no, no. some other teams are going to, like, punish you if you yeah, try to yeah, do yeah, that, yeah. right? But against Burnley, when I look back at it, I was like, Yo, that's actually a pretty smart plan, Bree. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, it's not the... I would not like to do it. As a coach, I always believe in being brave and going for it. But I also respect coaches who realize that you can't go for it all the time. Mm-hmm. Right? And having a guy like uh, Rafa for Everton is just perfect. Because that team, he plays three at the back, four midfielders uh, with uh, the wing backs mm-hmm. kind of, you know, supporting midfield, and then three forwards. That is like, that seems, when I look at the formations nowadays in the modern game, the 3 4 3 is starting to look like the most juiciest formation. Yeah, Tuku plays there. He plays. Uh, when I see it, like United would would not fit United because mm-hmm. our system just doesn't work like that. But for the right, if you have the right personnel, three four three. And I remember the game where we started um, this year. Um, I can't remember the team we were playing against. We played three four three, and in that first half we dominated. The backline was solid. Ajit and uh, whoever in the midfield were doing their thing. Mm-hmm. Um, we had enough cover in the, uh, from the wing backs. And we had enough balance on the attack to mm-hmm. go and score the goals. And I saw it. And then ever since we've tried to play 4-3-3, 4-2-3-1, 4-4-2, it's just not looked the same. Yeah. But with the 3-4-3, with two good solid midfielders, the game was just perfect. No stress. You know, Anchor was comfortable. Even though he looked uncomfortable, mm-hmm. he was comfortable because he could bomb up and still have coverage. Mm-hmm. Right, so and he could and and if guys roughed him up, he had enough guys to pass the ball to in the backside. And when you understand the level of the the high level game, the high level game goes um, 
uh, actually uh, 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 Pep doesn't actually play when when he's on the attack. Like the modern game is all about fluid formation. So you start off with four at the back, but then when you get into the midfield to progress the play, you now use numerical advantages and different or uh, uh, yeah uh, numerical advantages or numerical overloads mm -hmm. to now. Uh, uh, supplement your team controlling the ball. Yeah. So Pep, you see him, he does a lot of this. He will have like his two center backs split wide open. Uh, Rodri will drop into the hole mm -hmm. um, or maybe Gundogan, whoever is there. Fernandinho will drop into the hole, make it three at the back. Mm -hmm. And then the two midfielders, you have Kevin De Bruyne, he's got somebody else, Bernardo Silva or whoever that he chooses to play the midfield that mm -hmm. day, control the tempo in the midfield. And then five guys are flying, are flying on the attack. Mm -hmm. That's what they do. They fluidly move. I tried to do it this year. It didn't work because no. kids, it just doesn't work for kids. It's too complicated for them to understand. Yeah. But, um, you know, what? that's what they do. They will, they will, they, they will pin you mm -hmm. with their left back so high. Or in some cases, they'll pin you with the right back so high. And then they'll ask either one of the right backs to drop into midfield mm -hmm. or drop into the center back position to get them that yeah. back three to support. And Tuchel... Yeah. Uh, what does Tuchel do? Tuchel just makes it so efficient mm -hmm. and just says, look, why would I want to kill myself doing that all the time? 3-4-3. Three, three. Yeah. Alonso, you bump up. Reese James, you bump up. If you look at, go watch Arsenal, you see it. Even Liverpool, to an extent, you see it. Do you two bump the hell up and then Jorginho and Kante just do their thing mm -hmm. or Kovacic just do their thing, right? And then the three at the back. Mm -hmm. So, anyway. Yeah, 3-4-3. Yeah. Alrighty. I think that's it, guys. Uh, that's mostly what we've got today. But I uh, want to say thank you guys for lending us your ears and listening to our podcast. It uh, means a lot to us. And if you like, please subscribe, share with your friends, let everybody know how it's going. Um, and if you don't like it, please uh, give us your feedback. Um, we want to give you guys an update. We are on Good Pods. So, Good Pods is where you can watch, uh, not watch, listen. Uh, to our podcast, um, and uh, it's uh, this app that allows uh, you know your friends to see what you're listening to. Mm -hmm. um, it's kind of like a Twitter for uh, you know podcast shows. Yeah. So we're on Good Pods. So if you guys ever want to you know download the app and you know join us, we have a group called Soccer. I think it's the only soccer group on that whole um, podcast uh, mm -hmm. thing. Um, so join us. I will be uploading this to Good Pods as well. But we're also on Spotify, we're also on Google Podcasts, yeah. on Apple Apple Play or whatever it's called. Um, Apple Podcasts. Apple Podcasts, yeah, whatever it's called. And uh, we are available on there. So if you like, listen to us, listen to the show. Yeah. And um, we don't ask for anything from you, just hear our voices. And uh, If you want to get yeah. in touch with us, just don't forget to get in touch with us on Twitter at PodcastCBF. Yeah. And... Uh, Maybe maybe that Instagram is coming. Maybe no. I've, I've said it before. I'll say it again. No Instagram is coming. Uh, That's the only way to communicate with us is through Twitter at podcast CDF. Yeah. Thank you guys very much and uh, ciao. Have a great one.